0: She fought a flat man on hands cut. She fought a tight man on hand this cut, nigga can't even see me on way in schedule. She fought a flight, nigga's cat.
1: She fought a flight, man on way out of here. She fought a flight, nigga, can't even see me on way out of here, I'm too far in the sky the my so pretty better than me Hello all and welcome to episode one hundred and sixteen of the Man to Man NBA show. We're very happy you're with us. First time, long time, anything in between, as always. Uh, got a little two-man episode today. Me and Andy going to rock this thing. Hoop Stars, got a little business to take care of, and that's all right. We miss him, but he'll be back soon. Uh, before we get into anything else, though, we want to apologize for last week. Uh, if you heard the episode on Dash, thank you for listening, first off, but then also you understand why the episode probably did not go up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everything else. Uh, we had some serious technical difficulties we didn't even know until after we'd sent them through. Uh, the MP3 file we'd sent through ended up being... Pretty corrupted, just wasn't really working, uh, and so basically we ended up just having. We decided we could either leave it up there as kind of a garbage MP3, or we could take it down. We decided to take it down. wasn't worth it for you all to hear it. So we are apologize for that. We should have that fixed now, and there should not be issues this week and into the future. But that is why episode 115, the the lost episode, is what we're going to call it from here on out. Is uh, no longer up. But again, if you caught it on Dash, thank you for trying to listen to that. Uh, anybody else? Apologies. We will not let it happen again. And now, before we get into the meat of the episode, I have to tell you about Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all of the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs. We're in the second round now. Things are getting more and more interesting. You got fights, boxing, UFC, and even next season's futures. And do not forget that the MLB season is back and in full swing. First month of games already out the way. The World Series. All the way out in October, you can start betting on that right now. It's awesome. Bet online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It is super easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code Believe. that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Promo, promo code Believe B-L-E-A-V, get 50% on your first deposit, a little 50% start on top of whatever else you you deposit. Hope you get started betting, get yourself to win some money bet online where the game starts. And now I'm going to bring in the man himself, Andy Elliott to talk to you a little bit about merch. And also just to get this episode going, Andy, let the people know why they should get some merch.
0: What's up JP. How you doing brother Liam? I don't know what business he's got, but I think he's just on a skiing trip. It's like this fifth skiing trip this year. so Liam, if you're listening, man, um, you know, I don't know, maybe break a knee or something, a kneecap. No, um, we'll see him next week. But yeah, merch, man. I mean, it's like 82 degrees out. I get it, guys, but we got to sell these, these hoodies, right? Uh, and the thing is, they're not in our online shop, which kind of sucks. And we thought it would, you know, it would be the best strategic way to go about getting merch in physically. I'm in Nashville. JP, you're in Virginia. Liam's in Indianapolis. So maybe we got to stick to the online shop. I don't really know what's going on. But yeah, get your merch, man. Um, it's a basic design. You know, it's the off-white copy design, whatever. Shout out, Virgil. And uh, just hit us up on Instagram DM, uh, man man podcast, and, and we'll get these things shipped over to you guys. We're lowering the price, man. Hardcore. It was 45 If you want it for 25 like literally hit us up, man. We're just trying to pay this dude back now, honestly. Not making any profit, but appreciate the support. Get your damn merch, all right? Rock the merch on a night in. Um, movie night at the office. That's all I'm gonna say about it. Appreciate the people that have gotten merch. I've had one, I had one dude that sent me like 60 bucks. I was like, I don't need that, but I'll take it. I'll take the merch, uh, I'll take the money. But other than that, man, how's it going, dude? Ready to talk some ball? Last week was uh, kind of interesting. I don't know if it was like my AirPods that I was just listening to. I was like, the hell's going on, man. Um, but yeah, we got it, we got it back rocking, we got it back going. Uh, any birds your way
1: this week, JP? Fly your way at all or no? No, not like that. Yeah, I'm too focused on this NBA stuff, man. Come on. No, you know I don't I, no, you're, no, no you're outside like distractions. Too. I'm locked in. So I'm, I'm the bird, I'm the bird guy <laughs> and you're the NBA guy. Exactly. I'm locked in. And and just talk about the hoodies. Speaking of some some female friends, yeah. This hoodie is very stealable. Let me let me just say if, if I mean you got this, you're rocking this, maybe on a like you said, night in, all of a sudden, you know, girl you're hanging out with. She probably wants that hoodie because it's that nice a hoodie. So this is something that could be some currency for the future. Very stealable hoodie. Good to have in the, uh, just, I'm just, I'm throwing it out there. It is, it could be taken at some point. You want to have that in your arsenal.
0: It's definitely dope. It's definitely dope. So, you know, get your damn merch. The birds are not flying my way either. Just let you know that right now. I'm not feeding any birds. I don't got no bird food, you know? So I'm kind of slacking over here. It is what it is, man. I need to get more on your level, man. But um, let's talk ball, dude. That's why we're here.
1: Uh, shout out Dash Radio
0: for uh, letting us let us be on on uh, Dash Day. Dash, what's up? Appreciate you guys for listening, JP. What we got, dude?
1: Yeah, so let's talk some ball and Dash Radio. If you're listening, hook your boy up with a press pass. I'm trying so hard; they won't let me in the door. I'm, I'm trying to get in there, trying to do some interviews when the draft comes around. I'm trying to be there. <laughs> Hit me up, Dash. What, when out. is the draft? Draft usually in July-ish. I'm not sure the exact date, but are we are
0: we are we really gonna talk about a draft right now, JP?
1: No, we're not. I'm just, I'm just putting the word out there. Dog. No, I'm just I saying,
0: you know, the hat that I got on and everything else. Yeah, are we talking a about point. a draft here? Are we talking a about good. a draft?
1: Well, hey, we'll do some Titans wrap up at the end. We got to talk NBA. We got to talk NBA. Let's get into it.
0: Let's get into it. All right.
1: It. The second round series are set. All first round series are done. We yep. did not have a seven game first round series, yep. uh, which in the grand scheme of things isn't that surprising, but maybe a little disappointing from a fan view. But that just means the second-round games are already going, including right now. Games are happening as we speak. We're excited to get back to watching, but we got to get this episode out for the people. So we're recording, and we're going to preview all these second-round series right now. So starting off, Suns-Mavericks out West. Both these teams had six-game first-round matchups with their superstars, missing some time, that being yep. Devin Booker and Luca. Uh, I would say the Suns-Pelican series, probably the surprise series of the first round, Pelicans gave the Suns a run for their money. That uh, This Pelicans young team bringing Zion back next year. Look out. They are good. But Suns came out, including with a Chris Paul perfect game. The most shots ever made in a row in a playoff game. Wow. 14 for 14. It, it was an insane. He legitimately could not miss. Point God. I closed out the Pelicans back in New Orleans where he first started his career. Nice little moment there. Uh, I would say the Suns. While they didn't look great, they're still the Suns, and they looked good enough. Now, when they're fully healthy, they got to go against this Mavs team that's shooting the ball better than anybody in the league right now. Uh, Could that have been because the Jazz defense is absolutely terrible? Eh, maybe. We'll we'll leave that open to whoever, but you still got to knock them down. And uh, I would say that I think Luka's going to put up some dumb numbers in this series. Uh, The the Suns have a good defense, but Luka, in in a second-round series, we've literally never seen it. And I'll pass it to you, Andy, what you think Luca's going to do and what the series is going to look like. But mm-hmm. I'm excited to see some Lucas stat lines like 37, 15, and 12.
0: Yeah. I mean, Luca being back after missing three games came back 25 and five. Huge numbers for him coming back. He's got that step back to the three. He knows what he's doing, dude. Um, I will say what this series will be pretty interesting, right? Uh, the, the Mavs haven't been past a first round series in what like the, the last six times they've been in a first round playoff series. Um, but again, you're playing the Suns, you know, and when Devin Booker, we've seen to be out for those games and then obviously coming back and, you know, putting 12 or 13 with 20 minutes or whatever, so, uh, however so long. You see the guys like McCall Bridges stepping in with 31, you know, a game high right there. You see DeAndre Aiden with a combined of 51 points in games. I think it was three or four or either four or five. I have no idea. You see Chris Paul, 14 of 14. I mean, breaking records, right? So, this is one to look out for. You got to. I, I, every single game here is going to come down to obviously defense, like you said, JP, um, with, with the struggle that the, the Jazz had, obviously, and couldn't get past the first round. Defense is going to be big in here. And, um, the Suns are scary. And I, that's why I put a future on the Suns, you know, little hammered guy on the, on the weekend this past weekend. Um, but look for Luka to definitely put up some numbers and then Jalen Brunson and, and Luka's absence. Um, I think he averaged what is this? I don't even know. He averaged 32 points on 50% uh, shooting from the field in the first three games of the first round. So guys are stepping up is what I'm saying, but with these guys back, it's going to be a shootout, you know, shoot for the overs on these games and, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens, man,
1: but everyone's healthy. So it should be a great series to watch. Absolutely. I think that's the biggest deal here is that everybody is healthy. And now will that continue into the future? Who knows? that, that We could only see that when it happens. But I love this series. I think it's going to be great. Like you said, I think a lot of points. Uh, but I have Suns and Six. They just—they're just too good. They've been too good all year. This Mavs team, as much as I love Luca, as much as I love Jalen Brunson, uh, you know, I think Spencer did what he's been playing really great. This is the Suns. The Suns have been amazing. Like something like the last 120 games they've played, or something like that. They have the like a something approaching. Like 90 wins. I mean, it, it's absurd. So it's the Suns. It's Suns and yep. Six for me.
0: I agree. I totally agree. I think Maz will will get out of, you know, get past five games, but six or seven for sure. He got Suns. I'm going suns all the way. That's how I'm feeling about the the postseason.
1: Suns all the way. I don't think that's a hot take at all because I think everybody agrees they've been pretty damn good. However, they did not have the best performance in their first round series. A contender for that is the Miami Heat, who are playing the Philadelphia 76ers in the second round over in the Eastern Conference. Uh, two days ago, this series looked really, really interesting. The 76ers were coming off the best game they've played as a whole unit since they brought on James Harden. Uh, they beat the breaks off the Raptors in game six. Uh, the third quarter was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. They were putting up plus-minus numbers absurd. Uh, and it really looked like, okay, if the Sixers team can do this, they can beat anybody. Now, since that since that revelation, it came out that Joel Embiid, MVP candidate, sixer superstar, uh, in his words, has a broken face. The actual medical term is an orbital fracture, uh, which is the bone right that basically holds your eye in place. Uh, uh, Pascal Siakam on a drive elbowed him in the face. Uh, it does not look good. His eye is super swollen. And uh, it, it makes it less interesting in a competitive way, but a little more interesting in a different way because now... This team really belongs now to the combination of Tyrese Maxey, James Harden, and Tobias Harris. Right. Does I, that team have enough to beat the Heat, Andy? Because I don't think so.
0: I don't think Harden's playing up to par without Joel Embiid. Obviously, it's a big blow. Uh, the Heat securing, you know, the first round dub in five games absolutely blew them out of the waters. The way the Heat are playing right now is just a different type of breed. Uh, defense, They have the be- I, I believe they have the best defense um, team right now in postseason. So I mean, Harden's got to. I mean, Harden's got to be Harden again, you know. And we saw that in the last couple of games in the in the first series, first round. Uh, you know, driving, dunking, um, beating the Harden that Harden that we all know. But yeah, Tyrese Maxey has got to come into play, um, as, as well as those other guys. You know, Thibodeau's got to play defense. It's all about defense in these games as well. You know, when you're missing these guys. But uh, yeah, I don't know when Joel. I don't think he'll come back in this series. I know he's ah, he might come back in four game four, three or four. But he's not traveling with the team in games one and two. We know that. Um, I mean, you're down 0-2 in the first two games, right there. You know, it's kind of it's kind of sketchy waters for for the Sixers. So, I yeah, hard, I think Harden's got I, your question. I think Harden's got to be the guy that's 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 hardened out from you know years 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 back.
1: Yeah, agreed. Like you said, they're optimistic. Could be game three, game four. I think game four is really probably the one we're looking at because now. You know, you say you never quit, all that stuff. If Joel Embiid's only like 65%, 70% healthy, and the Heat are up 3-0 going into game four, I would be shocked if the Sixers risk it and put Joel Embiid back out there. This is still your superstar, and at the end of the day, no team has ever come back 0-3. We've already established that. The Sixers team, this in the first round, went up 3-0, and then looked horrendous for two games and still ended up winning the series. Uh, which, by the way, Toronto Raptors did win two games, Andy. So I got you on that one. I didn't. I, I didn't want to bring it up. I know. I do want to bring it up.
0: I mean, they shouldn't even l- let that that series get that far. Let's be honest. You know, the the Raptors were vulnerable very, very early in that series. Um, they didn't. They didn't put a you know they didn't put a dunk on that series pretty much, and and that's on the Sixers. And honestly, like with this series, looking at it, Bam's got to step up without the presence of of Embiid. Harden's got to look like. You know, hardened from the Rockets, and if it's anything below that level, I mean, I'm, I'd imagine the, the Heat are gonna almost sweep these guys. And and I don't know if that's a hot take. I could even see it in five right here. Um, I just, this is the way they're playing, but yeah, I know the Raptors. Yeah, you know, two games, whatever. They're still frauds, all right. Um, but look for look for the. It's all about momentum too, and we preach that all the time. Look for the Heat to come in, play ball at home, um, and take over the series.
1: Yeah, I think heat like I'm with you. I think heat dominate and beat is or isn't in. Um on my card I have heat in 6 because I, I I think the Sixers can steal a couple games in Philly. But honestly, I'm with you. Uh heat in 5 would not surprise me. I think the I think Philly at least takes one. I think James Harden does have one game with or without Joel Embiid where he maybe puts up like 40 on a on a big game Terry Maxi, but yeah, I'm with you. I think this is a heat runaway. And it sucks because this is a 76ers team that really had a shot to win it all. Mm. But uh, without Joel Embiid, who's by far their best player this year, it's just it's really hard to beat any team that's your best player. It's really hard to beat a team that's up and down as good as the Miami Heat. So I have I'm gonna keep my my Heat in six because it's on my card, but I would not be surprised if it's less than that.
0: Last stat Jimmy Butler averaged 12 and a half points in the restricted area in the first round. That's the second most restricted area points per game in postseason.
1: And there's not gonna be Joel Embiid there to stop them. Either. No. So, so, yeah.
0: All right. Good luck, I guess.
1: Yeah. But best, and hey, this Heat team, I mean, they're starting to, at risk of sounding like a pun, they're starting to heat up at a really good time. I
0: think Strauss is a baller too, bro. He kind of came out of nowhere.
1: He is a Hooper. When Duncan Robinson's been a little off this year, has came in. He's a little bit taller, a little bit thicker than Duncan Robinson. Yeah. Um, a little bit better on the defensive end. I see why Spolster's running him out there. Even though I love Duncan Robinson, but Struce right now is the better option. mm All right, let's go back out west, Warriors-Grizzlies. Now, before we get into the Warriors-Grizzlies series, let's talk a little bit about the Grizzlies' first-round series Mm -hmm. because the Timberwolves-Grizzlies, which I would say was the best first-round series, went to six games, looked like it very easily could have gone to seven. The Timberwolves very easily could have won this series if they could hold a fourth-quarter lead. Uh, They blew now, at the end of the series, they blew, I think, in total, four 10-point leads, including two 20-point leads in the same, same game, which is that's absurd. not good. I mean, yeah, it's, it's absurd. It's really disappointing more than anything if you're a Timberwolves fan. But uh, it, w- it was an awesome series to watch. Uh, ja Morant at times looked like Ja. He had the best, one of the best in-game dunks I've ever seen. And then there's other times where I was like, where the hell is Ja? What's he doing? Right. And uh, you know, his own dad, his biggest hater, saying he played like garbage, which I don't think that's accurate. But Ja did not play up to standard. Uh, he even looked a little gimpy at some points. I don't, he's probably not 100% healthy, but nobody is. Uh, it was, it was just one of those series where you watch it when you're like in a two seven series, if you're the two seed, that is not the first round series you want, even though you got out of it. Cause you got beat to shit. You didn't look good.
0: Right. Uh,
1: if, if the Timberwolves could hold the lead, you wouldn't have even gotten out. So a, as a Grizzlies seed coming out, they're coming out battered, but they're young and they don't know any better. So they got that going for them. Right. The Warriors first round series, on the other hand, pretty dominant. So I, yeah, I I they ran through the nuggets pretty easily. Uh Jokic had some great games, but this is still the Warriors lineup that we've been talking about for the whole playoffs. has been pretty dominant. Uh Andy, I don't think I think you and I are thinking pretty similar e on this, but I would love to hear some brief thoughts on the Warriors uh, uh excuse me, on the Grizzlies Timberwolves series, but also your thoughts on this next series.
0: Yeah, I mean go Grizz, man. I'm a Grizz fan, obviously. Uh shout out Job for winning most Improved. Uh, but they played around too much in that series, and I said it to one of my boys this past weekend. I honestly don't believe at times that they were the better team in that first round. Um, I think I the think Timberwolves blew it, blew many games, obviously up 26. Uh, we see game six. They were up 10 in the fourth. By the way, I bet on Grizz the first three quarters to win those each quarters. I got screwed on every single one. Didn't touch the fourth. Of course, they win the fourth, but I put them plus two on that game, so... Won a little bit of money back. They almost took all of my coins though. So shout out Grizz for kind of fucking that one up. Mm-hmm. Um, but go Grizz, man. I'm a big Grizz fan. Obviously, they uh, they played the Warriors four times in the regular season. They beat the Warriors three out of the four times, right? Obviously, without Clay in the first two games, I think Draymond was out, uh, was out of that third and fourth game. Uh, jaw was hurt a little bit. And I, I think it was like after Christmas, they played again. Curry had 46. The game they won, the Warriors won. Jaw was coming back from injury. This team about the Grizzlies, um, they're way too cocky right now. They're way, you know, hit the gritty. I love the momentum. These guys are young. They're playing fast. Um, But you almost look at, like, when Ja Ja was taking, you know, a step back in that last game, who's going to step up? And we've seen it. We saw it with Ja missing, like, that 10-game stretch or whatever or 11-game stretch in the regular season that the Grizzlies went 10-1. and and so that's just what's got to happen in this in this season, series against the Warriors is if Ja is stepping back or whatever the hell Ja's doing, you know, he's almost trying to put nuts on head every possession. If he's not doing that, Bane, you see him step up, Jaron Jackson step up, Dylan Brooks step up, and they can do that. And we've seen them do that at times. Um, but you got you can't you, you almost are you're messing around with a, a, a close to be like another dynasty in the Warriors. Right. Pool. Clay Thompson, every, everyone's healthy except, obviously, Wiseman, who hasn't played them pretty much all year, right? Um, I I like this series, how it's going to go. I can see the Grizzlies taking game one, um, but it's the Warriors, right? I think I I, I put in a future on the Warriors as well, the Suns and Warriors. One of those teams are going to win the NBA Finals. Whoever's going to win the Finals is coming out the West. I think Grizz has got to kind of stay humble, take it back a little bit, and... Um, I mean, definitely definitely research what you, what you did. Look at film and what you did wrong in that first series to, to let these guys take it to a game six. I mean, the, the Warriors aren't going to let them do that. You know, the Warriors aren't going to be that same team. They're going to be a lot better than the Timberwolves.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think a couple key things for the Grizzlies this series is that Jaron Jackson Jr. cannot get in foul trouble. He can't. Now, the problem is, is even though Steve Kerr says the Warriors don't play this way, they don't game plan to try to get guys fouls. Draymond Green, Steph Curry are really good at getting guys in foul trouble. That's what they've done for years. If Jaron Jackson Jr. can't get out the first quarter without two fouls, they pull, that pulls the best defensive player on the Grizzlies to the bench, and the Warriors will abuse that. Jaron Jackson Jr. can't get in foul trouble. He has to stay on the court. And then also, you brought up Desmond Bain. I'm not sure. Sh- I, I have no stats to back this up. But I'm pretty sure in games, I've watched the Grizzlies this year, which is a decent amount. Desmond Bain is shooting like 85%. from three. Yeah, he's,
0: he's, he's a
1: stud, bro. He never misses what I'm watching. I swear, mm. he's, he's awesome. I honestly, like, I get why they, they, and they do run sets for him, and I understand why they don't, because he's best when he's just kind of off on his own, they can kick it to him. I, I'd be running a set for Desmond Bain, like, every three or four possessions. The man, Are we not
0: remembering how I called out Desmond Bain when Jaw was out, like, way earlier in this year? Or is that
1: just me? You did. You were on that. You were on that. You were on Desmond. I was oh, on honestly, the Bane train, yeah.
0: bro. I didn't even you know were. who he was, to be honest.
1: Yeah, he you no know, Desmond Baines has been hooping. I I I love this Grizzlies team. I think if they can keep the nucleus together, they're going to be good into the future. But right now, I have Warriors. I got Dubs in five. Honestly, Damn. I, I think Damn. I don't think they handle this series. I mean, the, the their lineup is too good. The Grizzlies have shown like the Grizzlies weaknesses. We're shown really early in the first round against a Timberwolves team that's not even close to as good right. as dubs team. I got dubs and five.
0: Mm. All
1: right. I'll go six. I got dubs and six, I guess.
0: But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be a great series to watch. We're gonna, I mean, this we're recording on Sunday, guys, for whoever's listening. So, and it's before the game, like two hours before the game. Obviously, you guys will know, we'll all know what the outcome will be after today. Um, I love this series, man. I'm super excited to watch it. I don't think it's the best series in the second round, uh, out of both conferences, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the Grizz kind of make some noise here in in the second round.
1: Yeah, absolutely. One thing that's got me a little worried about this is now on ESPN they have 20 insiders pick every series. All 20 pick the Warriors, so that immediately makes me think, oh shit, the Grizzlies are gonna win. But we'll yeah. see. It's gonna be great to watch. And uh, on this game or series, series in total, they the yep. tw- 20 nothing pick the Warriors, but. All right, last series, Celtics Bucks, game 1 is happening as we speak. We'll get a quick score update for you at some point, but uh right now, I would say the Celtics are playing incredible basketball have been for a long while. Uh they were talking about it during the game a little bit how basically it was that loss to the Knicks where Evan Fournier hit that or RJ Barrett hit that game winning three. Mm-hmm. Uh that was kind of the turning point of the Celtics season. That's when they were like, all right, screw it, we're we're not bad. We should be good and they've been good ever since.
0: Right.
1: Uh, the Bucs are missing Chris Middleton. Now, Chris Middleton was not playing great, and that's kind of the Chris Middleton cycle. Where sometimes you look at him and you're like, this dude is incredible, and the other time you look at him and you're like, why is this guy even starting for this team? Right. He was kind of in the, the more towards the latter, but he's still Chris Middleton. He's still really good, and, and missing him is a big deal. I love this Bucks team. They've been my pick to come out of the East for a long time. However, the Celtics team is just playing too damn good right now, Andy. I, I don't – I they have been – besides – probably the Warriors, the the best team in the playoffs so far.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't lie to a soldier straight to his face. I think, I mean, it's halftime right now. The Bucs are up 10. They're shooting 50% from the field right now, 10 of 20. They're 100% from the line, 6 of 6. Uh, You you do look at the Celtics right now, 10 of 28. So it's a lot more threes, uh, 35%, 4 of 6 from the line. I like looking at these stats. I'm a big, like, stats guy when it comes to field goal percentage, obviously free throw and three-point um and then obviously the plus minus but nonetheless yeah the i mean the Celtics are balling right now they probably look like the best team um in these playoffs right now maybe besides the suns maybe besides the warriors i think but the Celtics swept KD and Kyrie you know so it's kind of hard to to debate that um young team i don't know they just flipped a, a switch man and they were asking Jason Tatum about what happened you know what happened with you guys why are you guys like this and you weren't like this um and he kind of mentioned around like January time when they were all healthy. Right. And, you know, he uh, got into a locker room. There's there's a you know, new coaching staff and just trying to find a groove and get into that groove. And, you know, we're looking at right now. They found it at the right time. Right. So, I, I mean, no shade to the Bucks though. I mean, Grace uh, fucking Grace now a nut kicker, dude. He, he had he had points first round. Right. Like he was putting up numbers like more than I can't remember who they play first round. Um, Bulls. Bulls, yeah. All right, we don't gotta talk about the Bulls. Mm-hmm. Uh it's just other guys putting up numbers. Giannis right now is at 14 points, highest score for the for the Bucks. and then Tatum's at 10 right now, uh, along with Al Horford. Again, Al Horford got super slept on uh from the Nets. And I mean this series is gonna be one of the best ones in, in the second round, no doubt.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I it's interesting to hear that the Bucks are up ten at halftime. Uh I that doesn't really change much of my predictions because it's just mm-hmm. one game, but uh, this is still Giannis. Like, we can't lose sight of that. Giannis Antetokounmpo has been arguably the best player in the NBA the last three years. And, and yep. he's absolutely dominant come playoff time. If he hasn't been the best player in the playoffs so far, he's number two or number three, depending on who you ask. Right. And the the Bulls, or the, excuse me, the Bucs, Nucleus, and the people around Giannis are so good at their roles. Uh, like you said, Grayson Allen, Wesley Matthews, Brooke Lopez, uh, Pat Connaughton, guys mm-hmm. like that. Drew Holiday, I mean, Drew Holiday's been arguably one of the best point guards in the league for the last three seasons. Right, and this is a team that is still so so good. But I'm taking the hot team, and for that reason, I'm going Boston. Yeah, seven. I think it goes seven. I'm I think it
0: goes seven out. as well. Um, and you, I mean, I, I agree with everything you said, but without Middleton, how how long is he out for?
1: Yeah, the the timeline is unsure right now. Could be four. Could not play at all. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, that's a big blow. Um. But you got to beat the you got to beat the champions, right? So we'll, I, we'll see if they can do that. It's going to be the hardest testament that that they got so far. I'll take a seven two. Um, I'll go six. I'll go. I'll go bucks
1: and six. Bucks and six. I don't think that's a bad. I mean, it, they, what the only the only thing the Celtics really have in, in like head to head matchup, besides the fact that they're playing better, is that they do have home court advantage. They would like the. Uh the Bucks are going to have to win at least one game in Boston. But it is uh, – which, uh, shit, they're leading right now, so they might do a game one. But I will is, say uh, –
0: uh, sorry, way too close to the mic. Middleton was one of the Bucks' primary offensive options this season at 20 points and five assists per game.
1: Yeah, he, he mm-hmm. has the ball to hands a lot. And when – as great as Giannis is, eventually he you have to put the ball in somebody else's hands because he's just not that great of a ball handler. He doesn't have to be because he's Giannis. But it, it, the way the way Chris Middleton can take some heat off of Giannis is super super underrated for the Bucks, and without him, that's going to be an issue. But I don't think it's going to be that big an issue in the grand scheme of things. I think the Celtics win this even with Chris Middleton in seven. Mm-hmm. But it it's going to be close. It's going to be a, that, I think I do think this could be the best series of, of round two.
0: Giannis gets in foul trouble. It's over.
1: Yeah. That, now that is true. Absolutely, because the the. Uh, Celtics line front line, I should say. Robert Williams, Daniel Theis, guys like that. They are better than the than the Bucks front line without Giannis. With Giannis, no, not even close. But no. th- that's how important Giannis is. Interesting. All right. And that is all the second round series breakdowns. And so, therefore, my conference finals would be Warriors, Suns, Heat, Celtics. Yours would be Warriors, Suns, Heat. Bucks, so we're relatively aligned. Besides, probably the, the toughest series to pick out of all of them, but it's uh, it's been, it's gonna be interesting. I love all these series. I and truly, this is one of besides the Sixers without Joel Embiid, and maybe the Mavericks. I think every single team left could very easily win the championship. Like that, that's that's the kind of skill level we're looking at still in the playoffs here.
0: You don't think Grizz can win it all?
1: I think the Grizz could. I mean, I, I they have the talent, but I I like that's what I'm saying. If if they. If all of a sudden they come out and blitz the Warriors, I'm like I'm going to be like shit, I think they're going to win the championship because these all these teams yeah. that are left are still good. I feel like
0: that is the one team though. Um who are the heat, uh, who are the Heat playing? I'm sorry.
1: The Heat are going to have the uh
0: the 76ers. 76ers, yeah. I can't see the 76ers or the Grizzlies winning it. I okay, can't. I just don't know why I just can't do it.
1: Fair enough. I mean yeah, So even though that's still 6 out of 8 teams left you think could. I mean, that's still a lot. Right. Wow.
0: I love it, man. It, it's awesome. I mean, you you watch playoff basketball and, you know, you have your friends that don't really watch NBA and then, you know, they're watching playoffs and like they're into it, which is cool to see. You know, this weekend we went to, um, you know, an outdoor setting and, you know, squatted up. Everyone's squatted. We're all Grizz fans, dude. We're all we're all trying to grit and grind right now. We hear whoop that trick. They're playing like three, six mafia, I think at a halftime game today. It's a different breed down in here in Memphis, dude. So we'll see we'll see what happens, man. But yeah, I mean, overall it's it's great playoffs. So super excited to watch it. What else do we have? we we got anything else? Or um what are we doing? A trivia?
1: Well, I got an ad I gotta read. Oh yeah, read, read the ad. Else. Read the ad. We we gotta get paid yeah. somehow. Yeah. Absolutely. So are you planning ahead for a big expense? It's about to be summertime. Might need to make some adjustments for the heat comes. Maybe on your body, maybe on your house. Anything in between. Maybe you want to snag some tickets for a playoff game. Go get, go sit courtside. Watch something crazy happen. It could be any number of things. Maybe it's a little more serious. You got some car repairs, medical bills. You do not want to put those on a high interest credit card. You start swiping that card, all of a sudden a thousand dollars turns into fifteen hundred real quick. And that's that's the interest we're looking at. You do not want to do that. Credit Karma can help you look for a low-interest personal loan. It could save you money while you pay off your purchase. Credit Karma uses your credit data to find loan offers that are personalized to you, so you can have a better idea of what loan amount you can get approved for. Credit Karma will even show you your chances of approval, so you can choose between loan offers that you're more likely to get approved for and apply with more confidence. It's just way, it way, so much less time where you're going to a bank, and all of a sudden they're showing you every single loan they offer when you know you're only going to get one of them. Credit Karma will do that for you, and they'll get that out of the way. Comparing loan offers on Credit Karma is 100% free. It will not affect your credit score and it could save you so much money in the long run. There's really no reason not to do it if you need a personal loan, just to check out what's going down. I personally use Credit Karma. It keeps me that credit score up. It keeps me in line with all my finances. About to go get an apartment here soon. I got to know what the money's looking like. Credit Karma helps me do that. If I ever need a personal loan, Credit Karma will be one of the first places I go. It's super easy. I love having it as a resource. You will too. Mm. Ready to apply? Head to creditkarma.com slash loan offers to see personalized offers. Again, that's creditkarma.com slash loan offers to find the loan for you. That's creditkarma.com slash loan offers credit karma apply with more confidence today.
0: Yeah, we don't got a link for that, do we?
1: Uh, No, not that I, I've seen.
0: I don't even think. Okay, cool. I found my debit card, by the way, man.
1: Oh, you did find it. Where was it? Uh, My friend had it. It was in his wallet.
0: Mm-hmm. So, what do we, you know, I guess been we been running th- up.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was like, what
0: are we doing, dude? Why do you got my debit card, bro? Um, Yeah, get the credit score up, man. Gang, gang. All right. So we're doing a trivia question and I have an entire list in front of me, JP, but I think I'm going to keep it relevant to the playoffs. Um, So my question, my trivia question to you and all the listeners out there, Um, I don't know. We'll ask it on social and you get it right. We'll send you merch. That's what we should start doing, but we're pretty fucking broke right now. You guys get the hoodies. Um, Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Okay. So, this week's trivia question. What current team has the worst franchise win-loss percentage? I'll repeat that. What current team has the worst franchise win-loss percentage?
1: All right. So, you got to think of teams that have been really bad for a long time is really what it comes down to. However, they can't be that long because sports will tell you pretty much through history. Any team that's been around long enough is right around 500, typically. Mo- that's not true for all teams, but that is true for most teams. So I don't think it's going to be a team that's been around for a long time that's even been bad recently. Like Definitely not like the Pistons, Man. definitely not the Celtics or Lakers or anybody like that, those teams that have been around for a long time. So I'm starting to think a team that's kind of been around like since the more recent expansion eras that hasn't been good. So that makes me to believe the team that stuck out to me immediately was Charlotte. So it would have been the Bobcats and the Hornets. They've been expansion for a while and they have never been really good. We'll say that. Right. right um, huh. I guess, other than that, what are some other things that have been bad for a really long time? Uh, Is your volume up? My volume up? Not yeah. Kidding.
0: How about now? Yeah, you're straight.
1: Uh, my bad. Sorry, listeners, if you got to adjust your volume, I, appreciate, I apologize for that. But. I think I'm going to go Charlotte. I think I'm going to go the Charlotte franchise just because they've only been around for so long and they have not been good for a while. So I think it's Charlotte.
0: Mm. Uh, okay, so this team, do you know what team drafted Ray Allen?
1: That would have been the Milwaukee Bucks.
0: Hmm, this is saying differently. I don't know how accurate this is.
1: Oh, I don't know. Well, uh, it's probably, that's probably accurate. Who drafted Ray Allen? Who that say? Uh,
0: the Minnesota Timberwolves.
1: Interesting. Yeah.
0: With a percentage of 0. .391. worst uh, win loss percentage in NBA history.
1: Damn. Yeah, I guess I'm not. I mean, that, they they kind of fall into the same category I was talking about. They've just been worse than the Hornets, I guess.
0: Let's do another one. Yeah, I don't uh at I me. Mean. Okay. Okay. Ray Allen was drafted by the Timberwolves. Did I he? Don't ever play for or did yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that. He probably got traded.
1: I say I'm pretty sure he started his career with the Bucks. I guess we'll have to look into it.
0: I will say, what team has the worst record in one season, 2011-2012, Charlotte Bobcats?
1: That yeah, was when they of drafted I the
0: number one player too, right?
1: Oh, yeah, they were horrendous. That was the lockout-shortened season, though. If that season wasn't lockout-shortened, they probably would have been like 10-72. and 72. It would have been really bad.
0: Okay, I like this one. All right, this week's additional trivia question. Who is the first player to be drafted number one without playing college or high school basketball in the U S
1: in the U S. Okay. So it's international player. Most likely, unless it's somebody from like the seventies who just never played basketball, but I doubt it. Cause I wouldn't feel like I would've heard that story. So I'm gonna go international player who never played in the U S. Um, I don't know. This might be a little late. I might be missing somebody, but I'm gonna go Andrea Bagnani.
0: I don't even know who that is, bro. To be honest with you.
1: All right. That is not him. Who is it?
0: um you want a hint or something
1: yeah give me a hint why not i, right, I thought right. i we'll see
0: uh china mm,
1: yao Ming. Was, yeah yeah that was too easy of a hint
0: i'll be like definitely
1: should have got that one yeah that, that's on me i should have known that one yeah andrea yeah. barniani was a few years later <laughs> and he came from italy i believe and he never played in the united states for him but damn i should got yao that's tough it was yao
0: cool how many more minutes we got on this thing bro we got like 15 don't we
1: yeah, we got some time to go. I was going to ask if you want to talk about the Titans.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Um, heartbreaking, embarrassing. It's it an embarrassment to the city, to be honest. But, I, I, I mean, I like to play devil's advocate with everything. Also, I mean, before I, before I do that, honestly, I have an A.J. Brown jersey. Like, everyone in Tennessee loves A.J. Brown. Um, but he was asking for too much money. And we're a, we're a run-the-ball team first. A.J. Brown does bring great dynamic to the offense. Uh, but we did pick up Robert Woods, right? We do have Austin Hooper that we picked up. Um, and then we replaced AJ Brown with uh, Traylon Burks, which is a stud, 6'3", 225. Like, I'm down with him. But, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. You create more ca- uh, cal- a little, little, little salary cap, um, I guess, for Henry, to keep Henry for however long. And then we paid Tannehill the the, the ridiculous four-year, 90 million contract uh, either last year or two years ago. Um but we did pick up a, a backup QB. Malik out of Trinity? Was it Trinity? Liberty. Liberty? Liberty. Yeah. He's a stud. Uh, third round, picked him up. And then second round, I think we picked up a DB out of Auburn. But, I mean, AJ, big blow. And I know, uh, you know, a lot of people are, are pretty pissed off at the Titans. It's typical Tennessee football. Uh, the state is cursed pretty much with pretty much anything that has to deal with sports. Um Big blow. I don't know how, how other people feel about that that aren't Titans fans, but, man, he's, it's, you know, you, you hear Vrabel say that A.J. Brown will always be a Tennessee Titan when he's the head coach, as he's head coach for the fucking Titans, so. I don't know. What do you think about that, Jay?
1: Yeah, so, I'm obviously not a Titans fan. I'm not as clued into the franchise as you are, but I do follow the NFL, and I know it was going down. And something I, I think that is starting to really be relevant not only in the nfl but in every sports league across professional sports league is that when guys are unhappy and they come out and say they're unhappy and they say they want to trade it's only a matter of time so even if raves is saying he's staying with us and like the 49ers with debo are going through the same thing right now although they did not trade him before the draft which makes it a little more difficult but it's like if these guys are unhappy and they are not going to resign with you into the future yeah, you may want to have them play out your contract, but you're better off just trading them, even if they are as good as A.J. Brown, because you might as well get something in return. You got Traylon Burks. You got better draft picks. You got you got things that you need into the future.
0: Mm.
1: AJ, Now, you hope Traylon Burks ends up being as good as A.J. Brown. That's that's the right. rub. If Traylon Burks ends up being as good as A.J. Brown, hallelujah, that would be great. Because A.J. Brown, I think, is like legitimately a top-ten receiver in the NFL when fully healthy.
0: Right. Right.
1: It's tough. And as, as an outsider, when I saw it happen, whether it be you or the 49ers come up soon, having a star player like that coming out and saying, I want to get paid, and I do not want to get paid here. It's tough. It's really hard, especially with the extensions guys have been signing. Christian Kirk, absolutely screwing everything up. I, mean, I, it, I was going to say,
0: that's what started it all. I paid paying yeah, him 84, the Jags, 84 million for like two years, I think, or four, excuse me, and like more than half of it's guaranteed. Christian Kirk, he barely did anything for the Cardinals, right?
1: Yeah, it's it's tough. when And if you're the Jaguars, or, and I remember the Nets used to do this when they were really bad all the time, is they, the Nets were like, look, we are not competing. And the Jaguars are probably saying the same thing. We're still probably a few years out. We might as well just try to screw the entire market up and get some good players in the meantime. The Nets, you saw every single bad player on a team option or a restricted free agent, the Nets would offer to match their sheet because they'd be like, all right, either we're going to get this guy who's decent, not good. We're not competing, though. It doesn't matter. We're going to eat the contract. Or other teams are going to waste their money, pay these guys. Mm. And then in the future, when, they're off, when other good free agents come out, they're not going to have the money. It's kind of a smart play if you're a really bad team, which the Jaguars will are and will continue to be. I don't think Trayvon Walker fixes that. I love my guy T-Law at quarterback Clemson till I die. They're still many, many positions away from being even a remote contender. But
0: Who would you say, the besides maybe like the top two picks in the NFL draft, who would you say the best pick in the first round was?
1: Yeah, it, I would say, so, I, I mean, I'll shout out the Jamison Williams pick just because I'm a Lions fan. Right. I think if he's fully healthy, he's the number one receiver off the board coming up in at the ACL tear. Obviously, he slips a little bit, but I love that Jamison Williams pick. I love that we moved up to get him because we just don't do that very often. We wouldn't actually got our guy. Um, other than that, um, yeah, I, I, so Thibodeau at five, it's the giants. I'm not sure. I love the pick, but it's really, really interesting because uh, the giants are going to get a guy with a really big personality like Kayvon. I think that's going to be a really interesting to watch happen in New York. Um, and then I would say I, I liked, I really liked almost every receiver in this draft. So if you took a receiver in the first round, I probably liked your pick. Those gotta,
0: are- maybe the jets got a dub.
1: Jets had a great draft. Lions had a great draft. I thought the Giants drafted well. Um, I'm the teams that really didn't have a great draft, in my opinion. Uh, Vikings moving out twice is kind of weird. Uh, especially considering they they need a lot of help. Um, I I I mean, it helped the Lions out, so I'm fine with it, but I didn't really understand that play. Um, and then I mean, I so the Patriots. Let's talk about it. The Patriots yeah. will always draft the guy they want to draft. That's what they do. That's they got the Zapper
0: does. Zapper Magoo, right?
1: Yeah, they got some. I mean, they didn't. They didn't get that guy, but they they got some crazy guys like that. Like the the one player they took in the first round after they moved back was a guy who they like was like a third round projection. Not the projections mean anything, but still, I I I think the Patriots drafting has been a little overrated recently. I think this is going to come back to bite them again. Mac Jones is going to be good. But the rest of their draft picks the last few years, I mean, Nikhil Harry was their first round pick like three years ago, and the guy's not even a Patriot anymore. It's you know, been a, those not those as good as people think it has been. I don't know. And so I think I, I that is one team where I've been looking at am like, I mean, it's tough to ever go against Bill Belichick, but as a neutral viewer, I was like, I don't really get that play either. But other than that, I thought it was pretty standard. I mean, for a, a chaotic draft, but there was nobody else that stuck out to me. And I was like, wow, that was awesome, or that was really bad.
0: Georgia had five defensive players drafted in the first round. Uh, yeah, they was, have 15. Players by in a total. single school in the NFL history. That's wild. It's insane. Yeah. Um, Baker Mayfield. I thought maybe Mayfield could be. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Baker's. Yeah.
1: Baker was not moved. He he. They thought he might get moved. He, I mean, unless he got moved while we were having on this call, he is not going anywhere. He's still Brown's QB4 at the moment, which is insane. Damn. But, yeah. I, I don't I don't know where who's no teams really still need a quarterback, but the Browns, I mean, are they just going to eat that salary? I guess they could be waiting to see what happens with Deshaun. But at this point, if you are Baker Mayfield, and the Browns are like, hey, man, we've been trying all offseason to get ready you. You don't want to play here. But the guy we signed to replace you, if he's suspended for half the season, we may run you out there as QB one. I don't think that's going to work for anybody. So yeah. I I don't know it, it's 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 super up in the air right now. I, but I the Baker situation is terrible.
0: I like Kenny Pickett a lot, man. I'm a big you like Kenny, Kenny Pickett. I, I'm a big Kenny Pickett guy. His girl's a bird, dude. Um, he's got small hands though, right? That's the thing with him. He wears the gloves and makes fun of his hands. Yeah. I like Pickett, man. To the Pittsburgh, you know, Pickett's the homie. Um, a lot of people don't like it though, but it is what it is. I mean, not to. Get too soon with this but they need a quarterback so man shout out Kenny Pickett I guess I like Kenny man uh um,
1: one quarterback in the first round is, is crazy That, that yeah. that's so anti what the NFL is nowadays but I mean they're just it shows what they thought of the other guys Malik Willis y'all got him in the third super super big project player could be awesome could be absolutely terrible nobody really knows yet Desmond Ritter another third round guy going to the Falcons who needed a backup uh, I think he's going to be a solid player. He's probably actually, if the Lions were going to take a quarterback, I wanted him either Ritter or Matt Corral. So I thought that was a good pick. Uh I, next year's quarterback too. class is going to be insane.
0: We want Corral. Yeah, too. I think
1: Matt Corral is going to be really good. All right, cool. It's, it's this. It was the defensive draft. So it was. It was.
0: All right. We'll see what they do. Um, we'll see what your Lions do next year. Maybe they can win two games. Um, no, I think they did actually. They won two we won, games.
1: We won. We won, th- we won three. Last year, three games and a tie. Should have could have been four. <laughs> only way, hey, golf, only way bro. from here is up.
0: Golf is golf needs to stop right. hanging out with the Friday beers boys. Um, we're riding in one more season. We're gonna, regardless, we're gonna just try to get out of here. JP, appreciate you always rocking with us, man. You guys go get your damn merch. Hit us up at Man to Man Podcast on Instagram, social media. Um, I'm I, I don't think I have anything else. Do you? What do you got
1: going? No, I don't. Uh, probably go on, Hang out, take a shower, eat some good dinner, and then just get ready for next week, man. I got, you know, if there's basketball to watch. I'll absolutely be obviously be doing that. But why don't you uh, uh why don't you
0: end this out here with a quote?
1: With a quote, a quote of my own, or a quote that I know.
0: Anything, a quote. All right, I, maybe some I, yeah, uh, motivation for for the people listening on a Monday.
1: All right, I actually got a good one. This is a, this is a favorite quote of mine. All right, all right. be the lighthouse in somebody else's storm.
0: Mm. that's that's deep jp I
1: i'm like telling you, it's one of my favorites man who is that i do i don't know it's just a quote that's been around for a while I don't know. all right man y'all heard it
0: here man y'all heard it here first on man man podcast be the lighthouse in someone else's storm jp always great rocking with you guys appreciate y'all listening i'm gonna go ahead and namaste these fools out of here namaste
1: Nah, mistake, brother. Go back to the basic, connect with the zones. <laughs> then we take out in New York. I'm leaving the scene, I'm peeping the scene. And Rarry got too many hustles. Hold out a scheme and turn over the demons. We make you run out the office. My friend's billy cool, I adapted. Lot of commas and drummers are marriage Forty pointers on me like a bad bitch. Did my numbers, my crew is a gadget. Ripping that bird like a maniac. Y'all niggas asking for Zanni at. Yeah. Slide, what up, i on hella I'm in the swap with a Grammy at. Yeah. i been that nigga and hand me that. Number one on Millennium. Shirt yeah. out a of the zoo, out Jimmy, them. Yeah. They lick up with strikers, gonna hit me, them. Yeah. I turn average bitches to a pop
0: star. I'm in my globe, I had
1: swagger, I've been one of none, y'all. When I was poked, cash on. I cash out on channel right and not I can shot? Bash me, like I'm not a big dog. I just tore it on a scatty jack.